This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 84. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about something that is so present in our lives and to some degree is a source of discussion, is a dilemma for some artists, and it's also somewhat controversial in terms of how people view some of its dimensions. And I'm talking about music streaming services such as Spotify and others, and basically what are the pros and cons of those services for both the artists and the audience. So I guess to start in the spirit of, you know, art being the communication between the creator and the audience, I think it's worth looking at both sides. So starting with the audience, the people that sort of <laughs> fund our careers and no pun intended because this is part of the, the whole point of discussion, but is music streaming good for the audience, right? So what are the benefits of it? So to some degree, I think as a music fan overall, my answer would be yes. I love music streaming for many reasons. The main reason being how there's an infinite amount of music to my disposal. I can search a million artists and I can look at basically their entire discography listen to music that I had never listened to by artists that I knew and old records that for whatever reason escaped or slipped through the cracks and I was never into. And I have access to that instantly at my fingertips by searching, uh, you know, by going through the search bar. I think that is incredibly empowering as a fan and it gives you such a broad net of, of inspiration that is absolutely wonderful. Uh, the other aspect of it that I love is the suggestions of similar artists. And that is incredible because, again, you, you, you are fed through algorithms and whatnot. And I'm sure there might be some other mad science behind it that's not so innocent. But you get introduced to different artists or reintroduced to things that you had missed for whatever reason. And you will get inspired. I think you will also, and we, will get educated our minds will open and we might listen to songs or musicians that might play on Pandora or something like that. And you're like, oh, wow, I never heard this before. What is this? I like it. And it might be a band that you thought you would never be into. And for whatever reason, now you are. So I absolutely love that. And to some degree, another thing that I love is that because it is a social media outlet, it, there seems to be a sort of closer interaction with the artist's in, in different ways. So that's something that I enjoy. Things that I don't think are too positive, and I'm sure many of you will, will agree with me, is that A, you don't own anything physical. And that is a bummer for me because growing up, the liner notes and the album covers and the artwork had such a deep impact on me. And I remember reading all the liner notes and, you know, I would study who they the bands would give thanks to and then I would try to look up the the bands or the artists and then 
maybe I saw a name in common and I thought it was like the coolest thing that so-and-so was thanked by both, I don't know, Motley Crue and also by Megadeth and stuff like that. I thought that was the coolest thing. So those are things that I really, really enjoy and that meant a lot to me. And also on another sort of level of intaking music and art, I, I felt a deep connection between the color of the record and the artwork and the emotions that I felt. So I miss that because in all these albums that you look up online and on your phone or whatever, you don't really, get, I mean, you get to see the artwork, but it's definitely not the same. So that's something that I really miss. And to a lesser degree, and I'm not really that, it's not that big of a deal for me, is the actual quality of the of the songs that we listen to through MP3s and stuff. Like, yes, the CD or vinyl and all that other stuff would be much, much better. Um, but I don't particularly mind that much that the quality is a little less. Like the emotion I get is the emotion I get. It's not necessarily the quality of the sound. So that's as far as the audience side. Now, as far as the artist side, is streaming good? What are the pros? What are the cons? And this can get a little controversial to some degree because I have some opinions that might not and aren't shared by a lot of people. So to start with a positive in a way, I think it's amazing that us as artists, we basically, once we're on Spotify and other platforms, we get worldwide distribution instantly. And anybody anywhere in the world, duh, could access our music, which is incredible. Regardless of their age, their gender, their culture, you can access anything and everything. And that is incredible, right? There's also the, the you know, we're talking about streaming, but there's also like YouTube and other ways where you really necessarily can't track what you, what your plays are, but people are listening to your music and that's pretty damn cool, I think. And sort of uh, piggybacking on this, this last point about tracking or not tracking, the advantage or one of the pros of streaming services are your analytics the data collection, the the ability to track your plays from where uh, they're being played, and all those stuff, all those things, I find fascinating. And I think with uh, the proper people behind it, they can analyze those things and make sense of them, or try to make sense of them, and study them, and figure out what to release, when to release it, and maybe target the audience. You know, maybe you you your plays are getting a lot of, uh, or a lot of your plays are coming from Japan. And maybe you release a song specifically for the Japanese audience and then you're building sort of like a niche in Japan that could potentially fund your entire career. So I think that's really cool. And another thing, again, because sort of also going back to, to this being a benefit for the artist, but fan interaction is so important and things like Spotify and, and so on and so forth are basically a social media platform. So not only are you getting the distribution and you're able to track plays, but this social media world is also distributing your music almost like infinitely or exponentially because it's not only about, you know, the person in Japan that finds your music and, and plays it on Spotify, but it's also about that person that finds your music, sharing it on their social media on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, and that getting spread to a broader net that you would have never guessed or you would have never reached if it was 
if you're just twiddling your thumbs waiting for those people to go on Spotify and find your music. Now, to finish, and this is what could be slightly controversial. Like I see constantly on my Facebook feed people complaining about how little they get paid through Spotify, through other means, and they're very hurt by it. And I understand it, and I respect it, and I think... It's easy for me to have the position that I have because I'm not a creator. I don't put music out there where I, you know, I'm vulnerable and I express who I am and all these things for people to not buy them and, and all that stuff. But what I'll say is that in never, 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 ever in my entire life have I recorded something or been a part of an album to sell it and to make money or to have an income from the art. That has never, ever been my purpose. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but... I encourage you, if you're the person that a young artist or an old artist, whatever, and you're just really, really disturbed by the lack of money coming in from streaming, the, the reality is that that is what the world is right now. And I encourage you to look at the positive side of things. And I think it's better for me, Demian, it's better for a million people to listen to my music and maybe not get paid than 10 people listen to my music and get paid a bunch of money. Like, that makes no sense to me. The money is not why I'm doing what I'm doing. And again, I understand, yes, we're songwriters or you're an artist and you need to make money. And there's the publishing and there's all these other things. And I understand and I respect it. But I'm, I'm talking about the overall umbrella, the principle of making music for people to enjoy, to appreciate to be inspired by, to be motivated by, and to change their lives and not necessarily worry too much about it because then your art starts being conditioned by it being a source of income and it's very, very tricky. And I'm not here to give an answer or to judge anybody. I'm just trying to put things in a certain light for you, for me, to anybody to think about these things and maybe you know, put things in perspective and try to change what we think about it or try to have a stronger stance. And if you do have a very, very strong stance and you think you have an answer for it, I encourage you to express your feelings, express your thoughts, and maybe you can save the industry. Maybe you are the person that is going to change the paradigm and disrupt the whole scene and, and create something, create a model that is going to give artists what they're worth and what they're supposed to be making and all that stuff. And I hope that happens very soon. But until then, I love spreading music and listening to music from all kinds of artists. And I do pay the premium fee on Spotify. So I feel a little bit better about that. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. Thank you.